know a lot of that stuff that you think. You're Not watching War Room. This is Governor Ron DeSantis' speech at the Doug Mastriani rally, Turning Point USA in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We're going to watch this in its entirety. And I think they had just won the Super Bowl probably then. So in any event, it's really great to be here. And I'm especially happy because this November we are going to win in the state of Pennsylvania. We are going to elect Doug Mastriano to be the governor of Pennsylvania. We will do that because Pennsylvania needs somebody to stand up against violent crime, to stand up and stand against mandates and restrictions. You need a governor who's willing to stand up to Biden's failed policies. So you have these races, there's primaries, people support one candidate or another, and that's fine. But once that's over, it's important that all Republicans get on board and support our governor candidate. And that means not just Republican voters, it means Republican organizations in Pennsylvania and throughout the country need to be invested in this race. They need to devote resources to this race. Look, I come from what has been known as the most famous swing state in the country. Now, when I got elected governor, we had 300,000 more Democrats than we did Republicans. Since I've been governor, we've changed that. We now have 232,000 more Republicans than Democrats. So, so it may be the case, it may be the case that Pennsylvania is now the most important swing state in the country because we've gotten redder in Florida but these are important races and we need everyone on board. And the same thing, you know, with the Senate race. I think people need to support Dr. Oz for the Senate. It's very important. Very important not to send a very hardened leftist to the Senate. But I'll tell you this. One thing about these governor's races is, you know, as a governor, you're not just electing some politician like you would in some of these other offices. And not that there's anything wrong with those other offices, but a governor worth his salt is gonna be somebody who's capable of being a leader. And there's really no substitute for that. You can hide in a Congress, one of 435, the buck doesn't stop with you, you can vote, you don't necessarily have to always be in the spotlight if you don't want to. Well, when you're the governor, the buck stops with you. And you've gotta be willing to lead and you've got to be willing to stand up for people in your state. And when I got elected governor, what I did was immediately say, I am not doing any polling as governor. I'm not going to lead based on polls. I'm going to lead based off conviction. I'm going to lead based off doing what's right. And if you think about it, I can take a poll of this room right now, but you know, that doesn't really tell me what I need to know in any event. That just tells me some static analysis of how you may view a certain issue. What it doesn't tell me is if I'm willing to set out a vision, if I'm willing to execute on that vision and I deliver good results, then what are the results gonna be? And the fact of the matter is if you lead and you lead with strength and courage and you deliver results, the people will be with you. And that's what we've shown in Florida. The other thing a governor can do that is different from some other offices, and this is what we've done on, in Florida, you know, we didn't just sit idly by hoping that issues didn't come on our desk. We went on offense in the state of Florida. We made sure that we were getting in front of key issues and delivering victories for the state of Florida. And look, what's the result? Have, what's the result? Just this last July, even with everything that Biden is throwing at us in terms of higher energy prices, inflation, all these things, Florida alone added over 70,000 private sector jobs in the month of July. 
We have more people. We have more people employed in the state of Florida than we did pre-COVID. And there's a lot of states that have not recovered back then. And our unemployment rate now is less than it was prior to the onset of COVID. And of course, we do all of that with no state income tax. But even with no state income tax, Florida just ended its most recent fiscal year with the largest budget surplus in the history of our state. Represented 20% of the budget was surplus. And none of that would have been possible had we allowed our state to descend into some type of Faucian dystopia where people's freedoms were curtailed and their livelihoods were destroyed. No, we saw how people in places like Pennsylvania were locking people down. And in Florida, we lifted people up. We made sure that people's rights were protected, their jobs were preserved, small businesses could operate, and that every single kid in the state of Florida would be able to go in, to be in school in person five days a week. And it was not popular to take those positions when we did. We had so much corporate media smearing the left going against us. Even some of these establishment Republicans were saying, oh, you can't do that because we were bucking Fauci. We were not following some of these bureaucrats who had no regard for your freedom, who had no regard for the struggles that people were going through due to their policies. And then what they said was, don't leave your house but then when they wanted to go out and do the Floyd protests and the riots, then they said that was okay. So this was, these people were not someone that you wanted to be listening to. You needed to follow the data yourself, and that's what we did. We weren't going to subcontract out leadership uh, to a bunch of health bureaucrats. We looked at the whole picture, and I'll tell you, we took flack, we took arrows, but I told myself during that whole time, my job as governor is to protect the jobs of the people that I represent. And if that... If protecting their job means it doesn't work out me for politically and somehow it, it costs me mine, then so be it. That's the price of leadership. You don't lead by trying to cover your own hide. We're also proud in the state of Florida that we put our students and young people first. We were not going to let them be locked out of school for end, ends on end like they did in California and these other places. We banned school districts from force masking these young kids in school. And I must say, I see now Philadelphia is forcing mass on students. And they said that they were telling me that Pittsburgh may do that too. There is no justification for muzzling students for eight hours a day. It is wrong and it has no place in this state or any state in these United States. We need to look out for their best interests and their well-being and their education. We also need to make sure that our societies are free and not submit to a biomedical security state. And to that end, in the state of Florida, we were one of the first states in the country uh, to ban vaccine passports in our state. You should be able to go to a movie theater or go, go to a restaurant without having to cough up your medical papers. And you know what? Because we did that and because we made sure our state was free in 2021, Florida set a record for domestic tourism. Never have we seen anything like that in our state.
We also fought back on the Biden administration and some big corporations with a, when they were trying to impose employment vax mandates. In the state of Florida, we called a special session of the legislature to provide protections for all Floridians because our policy is very simple. No Floridian should have to choose between a job they need and a shot they don't want. And we, and even as now, even the CDC is backhandedly acknowledging that the shots aren't preventing people from getting infected. There has never been a basis to mandate this forcibly on anybody, and yet they still cling to some of these outdated policies. Every single mandate in this country needs to be reversed today. And I think if someone's been forced to do this, if they have an adverse reaction, they should be able to sue and be able to get damages. So being the free state of Florida has caused a lot of people to want to come visit, live there. But I'll tell you, one of the things that has caused so many people to want to move into Florida over the last few years is that we are unabashedly a law and order state. We saw some of the worst rioting we've ever seen in this country two years ago, burning down cities like Minneapolis, seeing all kind of destruction in New York and these other places. Well, in Florida, I said, that is not going to fly. We immediately called out the National Guard. Uh, we had state law enforcement ready. We weren't going to let the state burn to the ground. We also understood that this is something that is likely going to continue in our society. And so we passed legislation banning local governments from defunding the police in the state of Florida. We also ensured that people would be held accountable. If you are out there rioting in a place like Portland, they will arrest you. They'll take your mugshot. They slap you on the wrist, they put you right back on the street to do it again. And in Florida, we said, no, if you're engaging in rioting or looting or mob violence, you're not getting the slap on the wrist, you're getting the inside of a jail cell. Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us, big banks are freeing the, freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views, and our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change, and that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm proud to partner with Public SQ, the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that can never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app from the Apple Store or Google Play. Create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today. Public SQ. That's Public SQ. Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play. Take action. Do this today. And as harmful as slashing funding for law enforcement has been, as harmful as attacking law enforcement has been politically, I can tell you probably equal dam uh, damage has been done through these prosecutors who refuse to enforce the law. Funded by people like George Soros. And you see the results of that right here on the other side of Pennsylvania with Philadelphia, almost like a third world country with how much crime is happening there, with a prosecutor who's decided he's gonna pick and choose 
which laws he's going to enforce. And the, and the tragedy of it is, is this. Philadelphia is where the Declaration of Independence was signed. Philadelphia is where our Constitution is created. We need better for that important city than what we're getting right now. I can tell you this, in Florida, when we recently had a prosecutor, yes, backed by Soros, who said he's going to decide which laws he's going to enforce and which laws he's not going to enforce, we responded to that and we removed him from his position. So Doug Mastriano will be a law and order governor, and this needs to be a law and order state. We also need somebody as governor here who's going to be tough on illegal immigration. And that means he needs to get the legislature to pass and he can sign a ban on sanctuary cities in the state of Pennsylvania. We did that in Florida. Because you see what Biden's doing at the border. This is an intentional policy. He came into office. He reversed all of President Trump's policies. He wanted to have more illegal immigration. And what has the result been? Record human trafficking, record sex trafficking, and record amounts of fentanyl coming into our country. The leading cause of death for people 18 to 45 right now in these United States is fentanyl overdose. That would not be happening if our border was secure. And Biden will not. He refuses to put up a wall at the southern border, but he's spending a half a million dollars to put up a wall around his beach house in Delaware. But what his policy does, it shows contempt for every single person in this room and everybody throughout our country. He doesn't give a damn that our communities are being ravaged by fentanyl. He doesn't give a damn that you have criminal aliens pouring into our country. He's just sitting back and letting it happen. Well, we need to make sure we're fighting back at the state level. You know, these places that consider themselves sanctuary jurisdictions like D.C. and New York, they don't like when the red states are sending illegal aliens to their communities. And Florida, we're happy, we're proud, we're happy to, to, to help out in any of that when we can, including not just send to New York and D.C., you need to be sending to Delaware as well. So I think Biden's been weak on our borders. I also think he's been weak against our number one adversary, the Communist Party of China. He's been soft on China his pretty much his whole career, supported things like giving him most favored nation trade status, putting him in the WTO. They've taken so much industry from our country, and now as everything is made in China, when COVID hit, every single thing we needed for our hospitals was made in China. That is not good for our national security, uh, and that's not the way you run a country. And so we need to be serious about combating the influence of the CCP here in our country. I can tell you in Florida, we've signed legislation banning things like Confucius Institutes from our universities. We've also been a leader in ensuring election integrity in the state of Florida. When I became governor, one of the first things I did was accept the resignation of Brenda Snipes, who was the supervisor of election down in Broward County. We removed the Palm Beach County supervisor of elections. And when COVID hit, we refused to allow any unconstitutional changes to election procedure. We followed the law. The result was, while it took states like Pennsylvania days and even weeks to count the ballots, Florida had all of its vote, 99% of its vote counted by midnight on election night, 11 million votes.
And people actually, after the election, looked back and said, man, why can't every state do it like Florida? I can tell you, they didn't used to say that about Florida. <laughs> but here's the thing. We, we, we understood we had a lot of work to do as well. So since the 2020 election, I've signed legislation making ballot harvesting a felony. We've eliminated drop boxes in the state of Florida. We've strengthened voter ID requirements. And maybe most importantly, we have banned Zuckerbucks in the state of Florida. We're not going to let hundreds of millions of dollars from big tech oligarchs be used to commandeer the machinery of our elections. It is corrupt as hell, and it is wrong, and it is now illegal in the state of Florida. And as important as those reforms were, they don't amount to much unless you actually enforce the law. And so this past legislative session I signed, and it, it became live on just July 1st, we established the first of its kind election integrity unit in state government whose job is to prosecute voter fraud. Just yesterday, we were able to announce our first 20 prosecutions across the state six weeks after the office started, and we're going to continue to do it. If you're voting illegally, we're going to hold you accountable. If you're double voting, we're going to hold you accountable. If you're ballot harvesting, we are going to hold you accountable. And you guys can have all that happen here in Pennsylvania if you elect Doug to the governorship. You can do it. So we're proud of what we've done on election integrity, but I'll tell you, we, there's maybe no issue that we've led more strongly on in drawing a big fat line in the sand to say that the people of Florida believe that the purpose of our school system should be to educate our kids, not to indoctrinate our kids. And to that end, we've done things like ban critical race theory in our K through 12 schools. We're not going to teach kids to hate our country or to hate each other. We're going to teach real history. We're going to teach them the truth. We're not going to let them impose their ideological agenda on our youth. We've also established a big initiative to promote American civics in our schools. We, we have a responsibility to make sure that the students that come out of our school system understand what it means to be an American. They need to understand that our rights come from God, not from the government. They need to understand about our Constitution. They need to be understand about the principles that make us unique. They need to be understand why people have fought and died to protect our freedom and our way of life. And so not only do we do that, but we also show now what's the other side of freedom. What does that look like? And so I've signed legislation in Florida establishing November 7th as a day to learn and remember about victims of communism and the hundred million people who were killed by communist regimes in the 20th century alone. Every school kid will get instruction and understanding the horrors of communism. And you know, we win the Cold War and people think it's gone, but you see it all around in different pockets and you know it just won't go away. So we need to be honest about what that means and how that has destroyed so many societies over the last 120 years. And so we are being honest about that and our kids are better off for it. We also believe that parents have a right to send their kids to elementary school without having woke gender ideology shoved down their throat. 
have proven that we need to be prepared. We constantly see government overreach, attacks on our communication and energy grid, worldwide conflict, natural disasters, and the never-ending assault on our security and privacy. Having reliable communications is essential. Now, don't get caught without reliable communication. And I'm here to tell you, your fragile cell phone simply won't cut it. It will not cut it. That's why I've partnered with the Satellite Phone Store, so you can stay prepared and assure your vital communication stays private. They're one of America's largest satellite telephone companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. Right now, they have a special promotional offer when you go to sat123.com slash Bannon. That is sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Get a free Amerisat satellite phone, 150 monthly minutes, free United States domestic number, and free rollover minutes for only $99.95 plus tax per month with an annual agreement. Now go to sat, that's S-A-T, 123.com sat 123.com slash Bannon and get your device today. Don't put it off. Life can change in an instant. That's sat 123.com slash Bannon. Do it today. Take action. We. Hey, um, Okay, we're seeing an incredible speech uh, from the Wyndham, the Wyndham Grand Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. As soon as we get its feedback up, I want to br- go back to uh, Governor DeSantis. Let's go. Let's go back to that. Let's go. The parents in Florida really liked it, but the media didn't like it. And there was a company that people may have heard of in Orlando that didn't like it. Actually, based in California, but big spot in Orlando. But you know... Uh, I took an oath to support and defend the people of my state, not to subcontract out my leadership to a California-based corporation. We were not going to bend on this. We were not going to break. We stood our ground. We stood for what was right. And I didn't care what some big woke corporation said. But we also had to face the reality that you had company like Disney that was not just opposed to the bill. After I signed the bill, they said... It's our mission to see that it's repealed. Parents' rights, wanting to repeal. A company catering to parents with young children that they wanted to basically go on offense against the policy of the state of Florida. Now, you know, you have a right to to do that. I think some of these woke corporations are not doing best by their shareholders and all that. And I don't think it's good business, but some people want to do it fine. But you don't have a right to force me or my citizens to subsidize your woke activism. And the fact of the matter is... Fact of the matter is, Disney, since the 1960s, had gotten more subsidies from Florida than any company in the history of our state, and maybe in the history of our country, when you think about what they've had, they've had their own government since the 1960s that they control. They've been exempt from laws, and they've gotten massive tax breaks. So we said, no, you're free to indulge in that type of uh, views and ideology, but that's not consistent with our values in the state of Florida. So we took action, and now, because of what we did, Disney's not going to have its own government anymore. They're going to live under the same laws as everybody else, and they will pay their fair share of taxes in the state of Florida. But it raises this issue of why are they trying to inject this gender ideology into all these institutions? You know, last year I signed legislation protecting women's sports in the state of Florida. You'll have people, you see this swimmer from Penn, three years on the men's team and then wins the women's championship? It's totally unfair. It's not based in science, it's based in ideology. So we made sure that in Florida, that women's sports had integrity and fairness, and that we were standing by opportunities uh, for our girls and our women athletes. And that should be true all over the country. And we've also been forced to stand up, and I think this is really disturbing that this is going on, But in Florida, we've taken on what they're calling 
and this is a big euphemism, gender-affirming care for minors. Now, this is not counseling or things like that. This is things like giving people that are 12, 13, 14 puberty blockers. It's giving people surgeries where you're chopping off private parts. That is wrong. That is not based on anything but ideology. And in the state of Florida, we have put a stop to it. We're not going to let them disfigure these kids. And these doctors that have done this should be able to be sued for any damage that they cause young people. These are impressionable kids. This is not the right thing to do. And it's sad that we have to do it, but nevertheless, I think the reason why you see all this stuff is because this woke ideology is a really destructive mind virus. And what it's done is it is infecting different institutions in our society, you know, the medical establishment, that's why they're doing these sex changes on the minors, or they want to do it. You see it in education, you see it in these different things. It's a very oppressive ideology. It's totally divorced from reality. And I think in Florida, and we need this to be true in Pennsylvania, around the country, we can't just stand idly by why, why, while woke ideology ravages every institution in our society. We must fight the woke in our schools. We must fight the woke in our businesses. We must fight the woke in government agencies. We can never, ever surrender to woke ideology. And I'll tell you this, the state of Florida is where woke goes to die. Now, states like Florida have really been the vanguard of protecting people from the poor policies of the Biden administration. And I think if you have a governor here working with your legislature, uh, that'll be some of the best protection you can have to have somebody like Doug Mastriano fighting back for you. And if you think about if you think about Biden, honestly, it's sad when you're watching some of this stuff. I mean, I just think back to, to some of the other presidents we have. You know, think about like John Kennedy. You think, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. You think about President Reagan, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. When I, when I think of Biden, I think of him staring like a deer in the headlights at the teleprompter. <laughs> End of quote. Repeat the line. So he's been a failed leader. He doesn't have the aptitude to lead. But I'll tell you this. He ran claiming he was going to be a uniter. And he has been the most divisive president of my lifetime. I mean, this is a guy that wanted people to be fired from their jobs based on a COVID shot. He has imposed intolerable burdens on this country, and he is failing the American people every day. And who else is up there with him running the show? Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi is proof positive that we need something I've advocated for a long time. We need term limits for members of Congress. Now, they've just concocted this thing that they're calling the Inflation Reduction Act. And first of all, that shows you what they think of you. That is insulting our intelligence that you're calling it the Inflation Reduction Act. What are they doing? Obviously, they're not doing anything to, to stop inflation. They're spending a lot more money that we don't have. But what are they doing? They are unleashing 87,000 new IRS agents. Which shows contempt for the American people. That is absolutely going to hit people who are small business folks, contractors, handyman, you name it. Because a billionaire has uh, lawyers, accountants, all that stuff. The small people 
they can't handle these audits. And so they're going to turn the screws on people they don't like. That's what they're going to do with those IRS agents. And I think every member of Congress who voted for that bill should have to face annual audits from the IRS. But the Inflation Reduction Act, so-called, uh, I think is an example of how these ruling leftist elites in our country, they consider us to be subjects to be ruled over. They don't consider us to be citizens on equal footing with them. They think we should bow down to their ideology and that we should just shut up about what we think is right for this country. Think about what they wanted to do if they had just won a couple more Senate races uh, after 2020. They wanted to pack the U.S. Supreme Court. They wanted to abolish the Electoral College. They wanted to make D.C. a state so they'd have two radical Democrat senators for life in a 95% Democrat jurisdiction. And they wanted to pass federal legislation to nullify voter ID all across the country. Now, say what you want about that agenda. I obviously don't think it's good, but no one can dispute that is not an agenda that is trying to answer the concerns of the average American. There aren't people sitting around their dinner table, families just wondering, man, if we could only make D.C. a state, we'd be better off. If only the federal government would abolish voter ID, then all would be well in the world. No, that is an agenda where they're trying to make the conservative half of the country second-class citizens. They want to use their power and wield that over us. You see it with what they're doing to try to delegitimize our history. They're taking down statues of Thomas Jefferson. They're taking George Washington's name off of schools. They're trying to promote fake history so that our founding fathers and our Constitution are effectively delegitimized. Uh, you look at what the corporate media does to advance these phony narratives. They know Biden's not doing a good job, so what do they try to do? They try to concoct the blizzard of lies to try to get people to not recognize the failures of his leadership. And they do it day after day, and they lie day after day. And what they're going to be, you see it right now, what they're doing in Pennsylvania. They're trying to smear Doug. They're trying to smear other people. They're going to put out a lot of fake polls over the next two months. You know, they had all CNN had a poll when I was running saying I was going to lose by 12 uh, when I was running in 2018. So that's just what's going to happen. That's the name of the game. So just be prepared for it. Also be prepared for them to enlist big tech in their quest to censor people down the stretch in this election. They did it in 2020 and they are going to try to do it again. So we just need to understand that the stakes are high. We need to understand that in times like these, yes, you need to be right on the issues, but there really is no substitute for courage. You've got to have backbone. You've got to have some spine. You've got to be willing to demonstrate that courage under fire when it's not easy. Show some courage by taking on the woke mob. Show some courage by fighting things like cancel culture. Show courage by standing in the way of the Biden administration. That's what it's called for right now. And I think about why we're in this fight, uh, why we should want to go out. And it's not just guys like me that get attacked. Yeah, look, I get attacked when I roll out of bed every morning. I'm used to it. No big deal. But you know, you now have, if a parent goes to a school board meeting, Merrick Garland wanted to send the FBI after the parent. You have other people that are running for school board. They get smeared. That's just the cost of being engaged and standing for the truth right now in our country. But I think it's worth it. And you know what? I think we have no choice but to do it. I think we owe an obligation uh, to people that have fought for us to be able to be a free country. And I'm reminded... One of the things I used to do when I served a short time in the Congress, I've recovered from that experience and <laughs> never drank the Kool-Aid, but you'd fly into Reagan Airport from, I'd fly in from Florida, and there was some times where the flight pattern would take you just parallel to the National Mall. So if you looked out the left side of the plane, you saw sweeping views of the Lincoln Memorial, memorials to Thomas Jefferson, MLK, the Washington Monument. And then you'd see a majestic view of the U.S. Capitol building. And people, particularly tourists, would look 
And, and it was really, really neat because those are symbols of the great ideas and principles that have made this country what we, what we've become. But what I soon figured out was the best monuments were not the ones that you saw in the National Mall if you looked out the left side of the plane. So if you looked out the right side of the plane, you could look across the Potomac River into Northern Virginia. And what you would see is much smaller monuments, much less majestic, very orderly, you know, rolling across the hills in a place called Arlington National Cemetery. And the fact of the matter is, you can have the best ideas in the world, you can have the best principles in the world, but if you don't have people that are willing to stand up, put that uniform on, and give their life in service to those ideals, then they ain't going to amount to very much. So one of the things that motivates me is, you know, yes, my wife and I, we've got a five, a four, and a two-year-old at home. I know many of you have kids and grandkids, and, and you're, you're, you're very concerned about what kind of a country they're going to be left. And we are, too. But I can tell you one of the things that also motivates me is that we owe the people in Arlington Cemetery and people who have fought for us to not just let this country go down the tubes. Ronald Reagan said freedom is one generation away from extinction. It's not something that's passed along through the bloodstream. It requires people like us, particularly when it's not easy, to stand up and be counted. So my message to you is very simple. We've got a lot of work to do in Pennsylvania and Florida and all throughout this country over the next now less than three months away. So put on the full armor of God. Take a stand against the left schemes. Stand your ground. Stand firm. Don't back down. We can do this. I'm going to be working to keep the state of Florida free, and you guys have an opportunity to make Pennsylvania free. Let's get it done. Thank you so much. God bless. Thank you. Thanks so much. Governor Ron DeSantis. Governor Ron DeSantis with an incredibly powerful speech there at the Grand, the Wyndham Grand Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That's the Turning Point Rally. Governor DeSantis now leaves for Ohio, where he's going to do a rally for JD Vance's rally was for Doug Mastriano. I want to bring in Darren Beatty from Revolver News. I had Darren riding shotgun with me here as we've reordered the show today to make sure we got the speech in entirety. Darren, here's what I like about the speech. Look, Ron DeSantis be the for, tell you the first, he's the first guy would tell you, hey, I'm not the most charismatic guy in the world. But that entire speech, which took almost 45 minutes, <laughs> was no brag, was, uh, was no brag, just fact. I mean, he, he went through what he is doing, not talking about what he's going to do. That's what I found most powerful about the speech, Darren Beatty. Yeah, look, I don't have a lot of, to say about DeSantis, I'm a huge fan. I'm in Florida. I've directly reaped the benefits of his leadership. And even if he were not to do a single thing from, you know, for the rest of his life, the country owes him a tremendous debt of gratitude. And certainly Floridians owe him a tremendous debt of gratitude for keeping Florida open and free during a time of absolutely disgraceful uh, tyranny in relation to um, the COVID policies. So I'm a big fan. Um, I admire everything he's done, and I think he has a bright political future ahead. By the way, what do you like, hey, like the phrase, the pull, the pull quote from this is Florida, Florida, the free state of Florida where woke goes to die. What do you say about that, Darren Beatty? That was a quote from his speech. It's a good quote, and uh, it's largely true. And I think it's even more than that. Like, you know, the the COVID uh, response, the lockdowns, everything. I mean, that was really a glimpse into the type of tyranny that's possible. And really, I think, really shook a lot of Americans to their core. A lot of Americans still, like, operating under the delusion that America is a free country. It's a free society. It'll never happen here. Well, I think anyone with a brain who looks at what happened in this country uh, under COVID, under the COVID regime, can see very clearly that it can happen here and it did happen here. 
And DeSantis was one of the handful of people to actually stand up that machinery of tyranny. So, you know, again, major plaudits for him, major respect for him. I've been a direct beneficiary of his leadership, so I hope nothing but the best for him. Look, Charlie Kirk is, is a very smart guy. And the turning point, this turning point um, series of rallies, right, is to go throughout the country. It started Sunday night in Arizona with Kerry Lake and uh, and Blake Masters. It went to Pittsburgh today for Doug Mastriano. Uh, it's mm-hmm. going to be uh, J.D. Vance later tonight in Ohio. Uh, is is DeSantis, they're teeing him up. And let's leave 2024 off the, off the, uh, off the agenda for right now. Are they mm-hmm. teeing him up? And you see this Mastriano speech beforehand, and if you didn't catch that in Worm, it was on the show before, as Water Cooler on Real America's Voice, and Kerry Lake's last Sunday night. Is Ron DeSantis the new model for the MAGA, not a Republican government, but the MAGA governor that comes in with MAGA policies he's going to lay down? Because Mastriano's speech was, was very, uh, not just you know holding him up, some theoretical, but basically saying these are the policies I'm going to implement in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania and also Kerry Lake on Sunday night. So is Doug Mish, uh, is, uh, is Ron DeSantis become the new model for a MAGA governor? Absolutely. There is no question about that. He has established himself as the standard when it comes to being a governor. As you pointed out, his comparative advantage, his special skill set has to do with execution. And that's precisely what you want out of a governor, as he said in the speech, the buck stops here as a matter of policy, as a matter of implementing policy. He's been exceptional. He's proven that. And so I think as far as being a governor goes, uh, he is the gold standard for that. And I think that at this point would be an uncontroversial statement. It is a poll out today from Emerson, which is a center-left polling organization. It says J.D. Vance is back up in that race, and I think people think mm-hmm. that's a pretty good poll. But J.D., I, don't th- I think most people would say hasn't fired off the football after that very tough win. The same with Doug Mastriano. Doug Mastriano is out there, but I had the- these. I think Charlie Kirk wanted these to be kind of events that after this really jack people up, and I don't think you could put better. Uh, Daily Mail, I know a story that you and I have been following closely. Daily Mail today had a huge story about the FBI and about the fact that 53% of the American people um, believe that they are the uh, modern American Gestapo. Only 26% of Americans strongly disagree with that. So even the weakness, I mean, you could see in a couple of weeks if they continue this behavior and people continue highlighting, Darren, uh, that you could see 65, you could see two-thirds of the American people, maybe 70%, 75% say that uh, they're, they're acting like the Gestapo. Give us your thoughts of this poll and particularly Daily Mail playing it up? Well, first of all, if people have read all the reports we've done at Revolver News and have been watching the war room like they should have, those numbers would be much higher. I think it's the, the more that people learn about the FBI, the more people are convinced that it's actually, you know, an American Gestapo and not the storied and venerable law enforcement institution that people see maybe on some, you know, movies and such. But it's absolutely true, and it's really a disgrace and a disaster on the part of the FBI's leadership because, you know, really what they're supposed to be is, you know, uh, they're not partisan, but not only not partisan, but not involved in domestic politics in any meaningful way. They're, they're not supposed to be a force in domestic politics the way that they've asserted themselves very aggressively, basically uh, beginning with the Trump era. Um, of course, they have a history of it, but with the Trump era, they really asserted themselves forcefully in this regard. And I think this could do irreparable damage to the reputation of the FBI, in particular, people on the right. Because look, I think one of the reasons those numbers were so compelling is that a lot of people on the left um, remember the abuses of the FBI that they've done against the left, people who are of a certain age on the left do not necessarily have a positive view of the FBI for good reason. And now an entire generation of people on the right are thinking the same thing because the FBI has done the same thing to the right. So it's uh, pretty bad for the Darren, FBI. Ha- D- Darren, ha- hang on for one second. We'll hold you to a commercial break. Be right back with Darren Beatty, founder of Revolver News. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. 
Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, Darren Beatty. Darren, over the weekend, uh, between now and when Worm's back at uh, 10 a.m. on Monday morning, uh, what's going to be on Revolver? Why should people go there? We've got a big new fresh piece out now. Everybody is thirsty for the latest January 6th piece, which is in the work in the works. But in the meantime, we have a very, very important piece about new developments at the University of Tennessee. This is a public university that just rolled out an absolutely outrageous diversity, equity, inclusion curriculum. And we point out, look, this is a public university. The board, the trustees, all of these people are public employees. The tech, the Tennessee GOP needs to get off their butts and do something to stop this. And we have some uh, advice on how they can be held accountable. Wow. So that's a very important wow. piece for Huge. development Huge. in higher education. Very important. Uh, what's your social media? What are your coordinates of people who get to your revolver? People got to go there and keep up with you 24 hours a day because you guys are breaking news nonstop. Revolver.news. It's hot all day, every day. I'm at Darren J. Beattie on Twitter. I have some new remarks on Elon Musk that people might be interested in. <laughs> Plot twist on Elon Musk. So if you want to hear what I think about Elon these days, go to Darren J. Beattie at Twitter. And we are on Getter at Revolver News. I am committing now. We're having Darren back on Monday morning. We're going to talk about Elon Musk with Darren Beatty. Darren, thank you so much for joining us for the Ron DeSantis speech. Let's go to uh, Tijuana. I want to go to our own Oscar Blue Ramirez, Real America's Voice Intrepid Reporter. Los Angeles Times lead story today, sir, about the cartel war. They say the president's actually getting engaged now because, as you reported, Oscar, these governors of, of like Baja and uh, these other uh, uh, these other states are forcing him to action. Can you give us an update? And that is a real story, uh, Mr. Bannon. Those are the ones that they have been pressuring the Mexican government to do something about it. Today, the Mexican president arrived to Tijuana, and he gave his morning conference and he tried to avoid all the questions, the hard questions to say, are these simple protests still, Mr. President? Are you going to consider these acts now as terrorism? And he was avoiding all the questions. The Secretary of National Defense, that is Crescencio Sandoval, today also he spoke and he said that the crimes that they are on a high level are homicides and also the trafficking of humans. Those are the crimes that we need to be worried about. And we do not need to be worried about these vandalist protests. That is what they said. So whatever the L.A. Times is saying, speculating that the leftist government over here, it is wanted something to protect the citizens of Baja. It is a complete lie that the ones that they're pushing for the protections of the people of Ensenada, the people of Mexicali, the people of Tijuana and the people of Tecate are the governors and are the, uh, the mayors of the same cities that they have been pushing for all the military branches to come to the north border and to help and to protect the citizens and the security and the integrity of the same ones that they're located over here next to the United States of America, sir. 
Oscar, do you anticipate, given your knowledge of this matter, that this is going to get bloodier, that the cartels are just not going to stand down, that this is going to actually, this military buildup is actually going to lead to even a bigger engagement with the cartels? Something is going to happen, sir, because ultimately the opposition of the other cartels, they are getting affected. As we say over here, the plaza is getting hot. And that is what this uh, CGNG cartel has done to the opposition that is the Sinaloa cartel, that is the cartel that is located in Juarez, that is the Gulf uh, cartel that is located in Veracruz and all the Gulf of Mexico. They have put this red hot spot on these other organized criminal organizations for the military to start operating in the whole country. Now, what Baja California has done is the open the eyes of the whole population that if the population starts pressuring for security to come immediately and ultimately to protect the citizens immediately, it will it will work in, in, in an immediate factor, sir. So now citizens in the part of the states of Chihuahua that the bloodiest Thursday that happened, 11 citizens that they were uh, taking away innocent souls by the organized crime. Now the citizens of Chihuahua are pushing uh, the governor of Chihuahua so he can push uh, the, the president so they can start acting immediately also, sir, for their protection. Can uh, let's get your uh, how do people get to you over the weekend on Real America's Voice over the weekend, sir? Thank you so much, sir, for the invitation. Oscar Blue on Getter, Oscar Blue on Twitter, Oscar Blue on uh, YouTube, Facebook, OscarBlueRamirez.com, and of course, sir, OscarBlueRamirez at uh, Real America's Voice News uh, com, sir. Thank you so much. Okay, we're going to have Oscar on tomorrow. We're going to be on Real America's Voice, but we're going to be uh, doing the live uh, pickup from the uh, from Missouri. But, Oscar, thank you very much. Let me go to Boris Epstein. Boris joins us by phone. Boris, I hear that you have an update for the posse, sir. No, we don't have Boris right now. Boris just dropped. Okay, fine. Um, thanks for the heads up. <laughs> I stay with Oscar. Okay, here's what's going to happen. Stick around because what we're going to do, we're going to go live. We reorganized the show. I want to tell everybody – I had planned a, a big uh, a big show uh, for the CDC, and I had we had Dr. Malone, Naomi Wolf, all of it. We had a little technical problem, but most importantly, we want to give a pre uh, preview of what's going to happen. This gathering of eagles in uh, in Missouri is the top people in the country, top election officials, elected officials, everybody dealing in voter integrity, particularly. The immediacy of this is how that we're going to get a fair and free election of only legitimate votes, legal votes, chain of custody votes counted on November 8th. So they can't sit there and steal it from us. So we're going to go. What we're going to do is I'm going to do a preview. We're going to take a short commercial break here in a moment. Uh, I'm going to pick up. We're going to have a Mike Lindell. If we can fit it in. It, it, oh, I got Boris. Hey, Boris, we got about uh, 60 seconds. What do you got for us, sir? Watch President it. Trump's truth. Watch truth over the next several days. President Trump is not taking every action necessary to push back on this un-American, unwarranted, unnecessary raid. And the, the, the war on policy, the MAGA movement under the leadership of President Trump are going to be over the top, over the top hot about the actions that President Trump is, is taking and going to continue to take. We are not backing down. The president's fighting, and that's why we're winning this war all across the country, why the president is more popular than ever, and why MAGA is more ascendant now than ever. Watch Truth Social. President Trump, the headline is President Trump goes on offense. Boris Epstein, thank you very much. Give us give us your social media real quickly. No doubt. BorisCP.com is the website. Hot BorisCP.com. Hot on Getter at BorisCP. Twitter at BorisCP. Hot on Truth Social at Boris. Hottest on the ground, Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong. God bless. All eyes on offense. And Shabbat Shalom. Okay, we're gonna, what we're going to do is put everything President Trump puts up on Truth. We'll put up on Getter and all of our different platforms. Stick around. Six o'clock, we're going to go live to Springfield, Missouri. It's a preview of what you're going to see. Mike Lindell and myself live. Also, if we can fit it in. Joe Allen next in War and Battleground. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. 
You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroom Health, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.